up with this list. Some of the whatever face podcast. Oh, but you at least got to get the name right. Is that not it? Whatever face is it? Is it that what it's called? No, that's what they said it was okay, called. Okay, whatever okay. face podcast. I thought you were just oh. missing it. I'm like, yes, Frank Goreface, brother. Yes, this one, is uh, for one time. One time for the one time. I would say this is your first time up here, but that's a lie because I called you before about yeah. all having. Something. Some conversation, early, early days, early days. Yeah, early, early days. I got my blood, blood cousin, uh, so much so that I used his fake ID when I was younger. You remember that? Oh man, you dropping, you dropping the ball quick, boy. Thirty seconds. You, in. you remember that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's, yeah, that's, it would time. Yeah, we're we're Russian, uh, like the Russian dolls. Uh, the Deacon. Yes. You, yes. my pops, me, we're all Russian dolls. But when I have you up here, um, I'm doing a, a talking to different dads for Father's Day, special Father's Day episode of whatever face pod. We're gonna have a little bit of fun, talk a little bit about fatherhood and uh things of that sort but before we get into anything too crazy uh i'm gonna ask you a couple questions got you got you these are all lighthearted. you can uh don't have to think about any of these answer the first thing that comes to your mind uh and here we go Would you rather be able to record your thoughts or your dreams while you sleep? I'd, I'd want to record my dreams. Your dreams? Yes, sir. You ever had a dream that you tried to go back to sleep and catch at the same spot and it just didn't work that way? Like the, you had a good dream and you wake up and you're like, no, and you try to go back. And hope oh, the dream picks up. Absolutely. Silliest <laughs> to the most sentimental of times. I was like, damn. <laughs> um, would you rather have to grow, hunt, and kill your own food or eat only Taco Bell for a year? Grow, hunt, and kill. I'm not gonna make, a, it, gonna make it through a year, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna jack you up? Listen, my stomach twitched just at thinking about it. <laughs> Nobody explained to me where they got chicken from either that time. Nah, so. <laughs> That's like when Burger King was doing hot dogs. Right. Sometimes you got to stay in your lane, regardless of your popularity. You got to stay in your lane. Yeah, all that uh, expansion, sometimes you got to leave to other people. This is very fitting, and I told you we were going to get back here. Would you rather have a deep dish or thin crust pizza? Mm. 
in my younger days, straight deep dish, but now I very much enjoy the thin crust. Thin crust is uh is the go-to for sure. Pre-pod talk, you were telling me that you had ordered some pizza and you had got your son put on to margarita pizza. And I wanted to ask you, did you ever think you would be bougie enough to be ordering margarita pizza? Bro. <laughs> Younger life, I said, that's not pizza. I'm never ordering that. What is that? But uh see in this good place where I work at, we 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 get blessed with free food. So I was blessed with a fresh pie of it, hot, and uh changed my life. Changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to immediately come home and expose my household to it. They didn't know they was looking at me crazy too until they had it. <laughs> I, why I feel like our families failed us when it came to the margarita pizza. Like, why weren't we exposed to this? Of all the foods they, they wanted us to try, why wasn't this on the list? Uh, I think margarita pizza didn't make it to the areas that we where we were. There were no there were no margarita pizza on 112th Street. <laughs> right, but there's no ingredients here that wasn't in the pizza spot. So I don't know, but it's good, and um, I'm happy. My son loves it, and it's not so much cheese. So. That's the daddy part kicking in. <laughs> I mean, I like, cut back, just get a little extra sauce, less cheese. All right. <laughs> oh man. All right. So in having this conversation about Father's Day, um, I wanted to have three specific dads up. And being that you're the first of the three dads. You're you, sir. <clears throat> I want to ask you specifically about how does it feel to be one a stepdad, but having a child first that you had to blend into uh, your new family. Oh man. Well, first off, I'm not gonna lie, man. I feel blessed beyond measure when they tell you we got favor. A lot of times we take it for granted, but I, I will say I've been blessed in that, whereas um, for one, there's time in between relationships, so uh, there was time to grow and understand that that there's, there's mommy and daddy are just friends now, what concerning my daughter. Mm -hmm. um, but then... Open communication, I believe in open communication. If you talk and you be transparent, even with your children, even if they're younger, um, it helps. You let them know that, you know, your new person is not replacing mom or I'm not replacing dad. You know, it's just uh, someone else to love you. And um, mm -hmm. I've been blessed, man. It, it's been, it was a smooth transition. Um, obviously kids will, will let you know who, who their favorites are or you know the stepkid will let you know that their parent is there and, and 
that's their go-to, but like no tension to the point where even even the, the parents are blended, brother. Like all parents in question are mm-hmm. are get along, well blended, uh, communicate, talk, joke. Everyone has everyone's telephone number, and uh, to the point where people think we're lying. Like, nah, that's not true. Y'all not really cool. But um, yes, I, I am truly blessed in that, and. Uh, I say we can give the kids an example of, okay, a failed relationship doesn't mean toxic relationship, Mm -hmm. a failed love interest. So, yeah, man, blessed kids. I love my kids and all my kids love each other. That's the other thing. Ain't no funny business. They all get along. They all acknowledge each other as brother and sister and they check on each other. They have their own relationships. So, like I said, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. It's not for. I don't have to uh, force a kid to acknowledge another kid or anything of that right. nature. So yeah, man. Um, right quick on the the stepdad front. Um, like I said, being a father is a task in itself. But being a black father comes with a whole new list of uh, things you got to impart, uh, conversations you need to have, et cetera, et cetera. How do you? How did you adapt to that change? You had your own blood child first, like you said, time and all this other stuff um, revealed growth within yourself. But how did you go from this is my firstborn in a new space? I'm meeting a child that's not mine, but I'm falling for your mom type deal. How did you move from, how did you transition from natural child, firstborn to, okay, now I have two children. How did you make that transition? Well, first, you know, as the adult, you're trying to guess what the the, the stepchild is feeling. And right. oh, you're a stranger, or you know, they my my stepdaughter was what eight years old when I came when I came into the picture. So all she knew was mommy and daddy, and mm. that daddy lived in a new place. And then uh uh, you know, I came around and it started off with visits and it started off with, oh, you know, this is mommy's significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, my, my biggest thing was to let her know that I respect her and that I know her dad. I wanted her mm-hmm. to see interact with her dad so that she knows I'm not a threat. I'm not, I'm not here to hurt her or replace him. And like I said, I, I'm a, an, an addition to someone to love you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it wasn't, uh, you know, obviously she was eight. So the talking happened over the years as, as, as we, we brought the households together and then I lived there. Um, it was more so 
uh, I used to tell her all the time, um, one of the easiest transitions was, hey, you know, I'm the adult in the house right now. And, you know, I'm not here to tell you what you to, to do. I'm here to reinforce what mommy and daddy expects of you. And mm -hmm. that made it easier where it wasn't some stranger. Oh, now he's the boss. And he gets to tell me what to do. No, nah, I didn't feel I needed to flex or, or, or show authority in that way. And I believe that made it easier um, when it came to, to my, my daughter. I think she made it easy. She was so excited to have uh, uh, a bigger sister because mm. my daughter's a little older than her. And so she was excited to have a bigger sister, um, but not so big that it was like, you know, they're close in age. And so she had a new friend, a new person to bond with. And um, the idea of having two homes didn't seem so bad. It was no longer, you know, like an uncomfortable feeling. It became something exciting. It became a privilege almost. They were, they were excited. So um, in the beginning, I was concerned with her trusting me. Mm. Um, she's a good kid. And, and again, there, there is a racial difference. Um, um, my, my lady's Puerto Rican, her and her child's father is Puerto Rican. So it's like, not only is it a new guy, but it's a new black guy. Hasn't been around <laughs> I think she was close to many uh, black, black people in general, African-Americans. And so, um, but what it, what it did was it really turned out to be a blessing because I got to expose her to what we believe is, you know, our culture. And, and, and she's, you know, I think she's a better person for it. She's well-rounded, you know, she liked us some collard greens from time to time. You know, <laughs> you know it was the importance of, of, of different hot sauces and things of that nature. So I think I did a very good job. Yeah, I would say that that's the that's the key, especially uh, in in this uh, bloodline. That that hot sauce thing that's a that's a key. Yes. You can't just show up with Frank's or Red Hot and be like, "Oh, hey, yeah, no, get that out of here, get that out of here." Yeah, but unfortunately, we did have to make adjustments. I let him know that uh, all credit goes to Tabasco, but uh, <laughs> you know, succumb to the punishment of that heat if you didn't want to. So we we have adopted with the changes, just the way church used to be strict and in and, 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 and our sisters could wear pants to come as you are. <laughs> but Frank's is allowed. Frank's is allowed. Uh, but that red hot, you know, punishment, instant punishment, grounded. So <laughs> Frank's out, permissible. Uh, and I think that's important to our growth too, to be open to change. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, All right. So I want to ask. You got two girls and a boy. Because I'm, I'm from here. Henceforth, I'm not referring to her as your stepdaughter. I just wanted to set the grounds for the conversation. You got two girls and a boy. Boy being the youngest. How do you parent differently with? two girls versus uh, a younger boy? Oh, man, my poor boy. 
I take such pride in being in his life and, and, and giving him what I missed out on and, and, mm-hmm. and trying to protect him and prepare him that unfortunately, you know, he gets it rough, man. I'm, I'm very strict on him. Um, I'm tough on him. Old school love, old school manners. That was an adjustment in the household. Like um, my, my stepdaughter's bond with her mom was so that certain things she was allowed to do and it wasn't questionable, such as, you know, you call them out, hey, Nene, it's like, what? Ooh, I was cringing when I first <laughs> hitting a smack or something, but that wasn't the case. And so um, there is a difference in how uh, the children respond to the parents, but my, you know, um, for her, it was similar, similar to, to, to Vanessa, my, my blood-born daughter. Uh, just try to instill in them uh, self-respect, love, compassion, um, and just prepare them for the world and the manipulation of what you know we know as men. But um, my son, man, I owe him an apology at the, at the con- conclusion of this podcast. I just... <laughs> I really am tough on him. Um, it's part of me constantly thinking of like the different kids you see out in public mm. and lack of respect they have. And I just, unacceptable, you know? Um, so he definitely gets the tough love, but it's also a unknown territory as I didn't really have my dad around. Mm. I didn't learn lessons from a man um, so I'm trying to, I'm navigating that in modern day times. Um, and so it's fun, but it's scary. And I put the pressure on myself as to not fail him. So I think we're doing okay, man. I got a, I got a pretty good kid. He's this, uh, respectful kid, smart kid, does well in school. And his troubles are, uh, normal kid trouble. So I feel like yeah. I really... <clears throat> really can't complain and uh, I wouldn't want him to be perfect because then there's no room for growth and he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to uh, experience the joy of overcoming an obstacle if he just got everything right the first time so let me just tell you interrupt you and tell you um, I did this to celebrate dads and I want to let you know that you're doing a phenomenal job um I'm going to wish you a happy Father's Day, even though this is not going to air. This is not Father's Day. Specifically, I'm going to wish you a happy Father's Day, but I want you to know that you're doing a phenomenal job, um, not just with your son, but with your daughters. And before we cut out, you you out here. Don't think I don't know. (laughs) Listen, we know, you know, we don't be asking for credit, but if you handing out flowers, my bouquet was behind me. You just didn't see it. You, 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 <laughs> you know, we don't we don't uh, take that for granted. We we definitely be an example for these guys out here. That uh, yeah. doable. It's doable. I got one last thing for you before I let you go, and uh, also ask you for a show or movie 
But one last question. If you had, if your kids were interviewing you and they asked you, what do daddy and I have in common? Give me your perspective from each kid. What does daddy and I have in common? Ah, uh, okay. So my, my, my son and I, we have similar humor, the humor when it comes to jokes and ragging on each other and, and, and the, the, the witty comebacks. He's getting sharp, you know, for his, for his age, he's getting sharp. So I would say our humor for my son, um, for, my, for my daughter, my, my blood daughter, I would say our sense of fashion and, and, and color coordinating with the outfits. I think, she, you know, we have that in common. And believe it or not, my, 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 my stepdaughter, our uh, love for diverse, for the different types of music. Our love of mm. music and how diverse it is and how we can go from left to right um, pertaining to music and um, the, the willingness to, to be open to new music. A lot of music lovers are biased and they only love the music they love. Uh, there's very few people that have come around that, you know, totally different style, genre and, and, and open to it. So, yeah. Tell Maribel, I was watch, I was listening to Bad Bunny the other day. Don't got a clue what he's saying, but it was a vibe as background music uh, when I was just walking around. So, definitely, definitely. But you know what, man? She she'll tell you, man. She she listened more to our music than than her music, man. Like it's rare that she she get the bodega flow going in the house. Food <laughs> <laughs> for for child to get, get that going, but. <laughs> on the right you got the, the classic gospels and from Motowns to, to, the, to the 80s 90s 2000s R&B but I definitely send a word I'll let her know yeah you let know. her know one of these days I'm a, I might call upon her to come up here uh, for the hot seat not necessarily a hot seat but just to come up yeah. here yeah, I want you to yeah I look forward to that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one of these days. Definitely, definitely. But give me a show or movie, sir, before I let you go. Ooh, show a movie. Show a movie. Um, just because I'm extra nostalgia and I think people slept on it. Uh, show that used to come on Cinemax before we could afford Cinemax. If we could afford Cinemax now, was called Banshee. I don't even remember Banshee. the guy. It's called Banshee. Um, okay. He is the gentleman that plays, for lack of a better word, the Superman character in The Boys. The blonde okay. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not his name, but uh, his first works that I think is awesome was called Banshee. It came on. So definitely look into that. You get back to me, but he's a, he's a criminal, got out of jail, pretended to be a cop of a small town. And then adventure after adventure, pretending to be a cop while still committing crimes to get the big payday. Sound like DMX. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is real, real uh, underrated. I didn't hear much about it, but he has he has a following and a dope show. 
I think it's uh, maybe four four seasons. Definitely three. Well, Banshee, I'll, I'll definitely uh, give that a spin and I'll get back to you. But I want you to know, uh, like I said before, happy Father's Day, brother. And know that I, I love you, man. Word, brother. I love you, too. Happy Father's Day to you. Keep doing what you're doing. We don't always get the praise or recognition, but we do it for our family. That is the praise, you know, to see them good, see them happy, see them having what they need. It's a blessing. I look forward to seeing your face, sir, in person, getting together or something, family gathering. Yeah, we're going to work that out. We're going to work that out. Things are going get, to uh, get a little bit easier now that school's over, uh, but we're going to work that out. Gotcha, gotcha. Thanks for having me on, sir. Anytime, man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Joe. Robert Williams face. Thank you for coming. <laughs> 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 all I'm gonna all I'm gonna do is call you sad face because that's just somebody you you're gonna be sad. You're gonna be all over Facebook and your feelings. So. You sad face today after after the next couple of hours, brother. Don't you worry. If you're well, yes, your guys are gonna catch this by the time the game is over. Hopefully, this game six is actually happening while we're speaking. And if necessary, if necessary, game seven will be on Sunday. Can I ask you why are they trying to do this to us on Father's Day? They got June teeth. Father's Day, and if it's Game Seven, Game Seven of the NBA Finals, why well, don't care about us? Okay, they don't. And and obviously, Father's Day is third on that list. Easily, easily, it's Juneteenth, Game Seven of the Finals, and then us. But you know, listen, man, it's just, it's just, it's just how it goes, man. We're not appreciated as much as the women are, but it's okay. One day we're gonna have our due, brother. We just gotta. We just got to storm out the house and just unify and just do what we want that day, like how Martin and them fellas did when he ended up at the radio station. You remember that episode? (laughs) 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 Nah, you 100% right, man. Mother's Day, the restaurants be packed two days before Mother's Day. Father's Day, all them drinks be empty. We get pizza or uh, whatever Uber Eats can deliver on Father's Day. I'm with Jim Jones, man. Y'all niggas better start doing right this year. Yeah, I was definitely with Jones. I'm, I'm all the way with you, Capo. All the way with you. <laughs> Shoot. Like, we we, we want to be winding down, too. We want the massages. You know what I'm saying? Pedicures, manicures. <laughs> exactly. Camp for me, please. Camp <laughs> for me. Need it. Uh, I, I want to start out just by saying, Thank you for coming up here on what would be Father's Day when this comes out and when it's aired. I appreciate you. Um, I'm giving you and everybody up here their flowers because I think you all are phenomenal dads and it's nothing more important than seeing black dads thriving uh, as fathers. So I appreciate you for coming up here and spending your third tier Father's Day with me. Yeah, right. My my bottom of the barrel Father's Day celebration. I'm glad to spend it with you, my brother. No, 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 man. Nah, I appreciate it, man. And and right and right back to you, man. Right back to you. You're a great dad. 
it's it's a very important thing, man. And especially we got, you know, you and I, you got, you know, a boy and a girl, you know, so we got to, you know, wear a lot of hats, deal with a lot of different emotions and perspectives. So it's a journey, man. It's the journey. And I wouldn't, wouldn't have it any other way at this point. I'm glad sure. you started there. I'm going to ask you a couple of icebreaker questions just to ease into it. Uh, mm -hmm. First up on the list. A weekend without the kids with you and wifey or a weekend alone, you by yourself? So I guess it all depends if Jasmine's going to listen to this episode. <laughs> so, so babe, if, you're not, if she's not listening, it's what 10 million percent just a weekend by myself because at, at heart, at heart, I'm an introvert, right? At the core of me, I'm an introvert. So I do like spending time like just completely by myself. And you know, that's that's rare nowadays. You know, I get a couple of hours when I get off of work, but um yeah, me and wifey, we we have a great village. We have an amazing village. So we get we get we get our fair share of time away from the kids, you know, when we lobby for it. What I don't get is too much time alone. So, baby, if you're not listening, it's definitely by myself. But if you are, hey, girl, me of and course, you. Of course it's with you, baby. Of course. I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? You funny you said that because when the pandemic hit, like when it actually hit and they were closing down everything, Tiff and them were at church and I was at work. And my manager called me and was like, oh, hey, you guys can go home. We don't know what's happening, blah, 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 blah. Sit tight. We'll give you some information, like, in terms of what to do moving forward. So I'm like, all right. And if Tiff is listening to this, I did not go straight home and jump on a game for three hours before I called <laughs> her to tell her that I was home. That's if she's listening. But if she's not listening, nigga, I relished in the idea of what? Home at twelve o'clock on a set, huh? And you don't get home till what? Huh? <laughs> Man, listen, that is the time. Exactly. Just and it's like we don't. We're not trying to do nothing crazy. It's I just want to sit down without hearing my name called a million times, playing my little station. You know, just getting away for a little while. You know what I'm saying, fam? Uh, I'm gonna get back to these these uh, icebreakers, but just to sh just to show you, but not show you because you you by far know what this is like. I walked in the house the other day and I heard "daddy, daddy" at least from both kids the same time, at least <laughs> two hours straight. Daddy, watch this. Daddy, look at this. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Daddy, daddy, daddy. I'm like. I love my kids. I swear I got to do. And then on top of that, Tiff told me that, oh, Caden was playing a game you just started. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Fam, why go check the game? He started a new game. Because I usually tell him, don't use don't use my slot. Create your own yeah. slot. Yeah. Man started a new game. And when I went to see, like, continue my game, it picked up where his started. And his started at the very beginning. I just put the oh, controller yeah. down and took a deep breath. 
Oh yeah, brother. I think they call that an overwrite. <laughs> I think they, I think he said, "Forget your progress, daddy." I'm sorry. Yo, man. Listen, I I feel you. I'm playing. I'm playing 2K the other day, and Kyrie's like, "Daddy, can I go?" And he just grabbed the remote. I said, "Son, you can't do that. You can't do that. You gotta. You gotta wait." Okay, I'm, I'm working. I'm working on a triple double, son. I'm, <laughs> I'm working on a triple dub. Like, don't do that. Do not do that. But yeah, nah, man. He just asked me the other day for a Nintendo Switch. I'm like, what are you gonna do with a Nintendo Switch? But you know, I'm gonna work it out for my boy. Yeah, I blame uh, I blame the friend's influence because that's when they start wanting stuff. When they, oh, you don't got this that when the kids start asking the kids, you don't got oh, yeah. this that third. Yeah, that just oh, puts yeah. a mark on your back for you to go out and buy whatever it is that the kids are asking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. But yes, the, the daddy calls, it does not stop. They only call mommy when daddy is too mean or they hurt themselves. Other than that, any requests when it comes to labor or, you know, watching them do their, their cartwheels and stuff like that, it's called daddy, daddy, daddy for sure. Fam. <laughs> I heard a, it got to a point one day, Katie was like, Daddy, Daddy, watch this spin. I'm like, fam, that's the same spin you just showed me five minutes. It's the same spin. <laughs> it hasn't gotten any better. Actually, it's getting, it's getting worse, son. <laughs> nigga, it's like, sometimes you just want to be like, all right, my nigga, I, I, I see you. Like, you, you don't got to spin. I see you. Look what I can do. It's like a spin. I'm like, fam, I, I, I got it. I got it. Uh, <laughs> another would you rather brunch or let me change that specific Saturday, Sunday brunch or Friday night out? Mm. Oh man, if it's the bottomless, it's bottomless. Bot- I'm bottomless brunch. Brunch me, brunch me. Listen, listen. I man, at the stage that I'm at, what is going out? Like, how long are we gonna be out? Like, I gotta go home, bro. I'm tired. <laughs> what time is this starting? What time is this ending? All right, I, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I, at, I'm at par- point. Yeah, I put parameters on your Friday night out. Friday night out at the FanDuel spot in Jersey. Games on. Friday. Or brunch. Okay. Yo, man. I, I, I love a good brunch, bro. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love a good brunch, man. I think brunch is going to win. I, I love I love the mixture of breakfast and lunch. You kidding me? Did you give me some free mimosas? And don't let them have a mint hookah. I'm just... I'm just Tatiana all over. Like, please, yo, give me I that. Keep t- I keep telling you, we are the same person, and I honestly got mean this. Um, and growing up and watching you go about your life and me go about my life, it when I tell you it mirrors each other. <laughs> like, firstborn's a boy, secondborn's a girl, right? Just the whole how you go about uh, when I see you posting all that stuff, and even your brunch thing just now. Why did it take us to grow up to realize brunch was it? 
thick, like really it, all the way in. It's it's the it's the perfect merge of everything that I like. And what's so cool about it is it could turn into an evening function, turn up or whatever, depending on the brunch setup that you have. And you can have all the fun that you want and your day could be over at five o'clock in the crib for the rest of the day, just chilling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love are, are it. You the, are you the nap and regroup from brunch? Are you the, now? Nah, if, if it's over, it's over. Um, I could definitely, I could, I'm definitely nap and regroup. I'm definitely nap and regroup and need to, you know, sit down, collect my bearings and get back up and we can, you know, we can continue without Dave for sure. But I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a, because if it's bottomless, I'm, you know, how dare I not take advantage of the situation. So, and more than, more than like hard drinks, you can ask my wife, man, sangria, Mimosas, things like that, it gets me. It gets me. <laughs> Fam, I take when they say bottomless, I take that as a challenge. Like, cause now challenge. I'm just I'm just gonna make you keep bringing two at a time every time you come to the table. If wifey drink it or not, I'm making you bring two at a time. And I'm gonna switch it up on you. Do one bloody, one mimosa, one um bellini, one mimosa. Like, so I'm I'm gonna get my bottomless. Dollars worth. Bet yeah. you that. Bet you that. Bro, just bring the champagne. I bring my own orange juice. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Just, just <laughs> I brought my own simply, simply, no Tropicana. I brought my own simply orange juice, bro. It's okay. Just leave that champagne right there. <laughs> and last question while we still on brunch. Are you the chicken and waffles brunch or are you the Steak and eggs, or are you the pancake and uh, or eggs Benedict type of guy? So, so you know, chicken and waffles is you know so that's so cultural. You know what I mean? It's so cultural. I don't. I'm not. I, I'm not liking how nowadays how brunch is doing it with the chicken strips. You know, yeah. like don't 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 yeah. chicken strip me for my chicken and waffles, like. You know how we grew up, you know, Sunday morning, Saturday mornings. It's it's the wingettes or it's a leg. <laughs> it's wingettes or a leg, bro. Don't chicken tender me. And honestly, I'm not a kid. Chicken tenders are for children. So, <laughs> so I, I refuse to eat what I order my kids every time we go out to eat. It's not happening. So I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely a steak and eggs with some potatoes, hopefully medium you know what i'm saying and you know scramble my eggs with the american cheese please definitely a steak and eggs guy before this call is over we're gonna set up a brunch date um it, ha it has to happen a childless brunch date has to happen bro it absolutely has to happen this summer I just, this it, summer yeah yeah i saved up my uh my excuses for my days off for such a time as this. So it, it's gotta happen. <laughs> it's that gotta part. happen. That part. All right. So as the uh, the second installment of these Father Day conversations, I wanted to have first conversation. I spoke to uh, Thomas. We did uh, the standpoint of stepfather coming in, 
as a stepfather after having your own natural kid first and that dynamic. And I want to talk to you from a perspective of not necessarily having dad around, but being a father and what that looks like, if you're comfortable to have that conversation. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. That's, um, No, you go. Ahead, bro. You go. Sorry. No, go ahead. You go. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that's a that's a question that I it's a, the question that you asked is something that I live with, you know, basically every day, and I think about it every day, especially as my children get older. More specifically, my son. Mm. More specifically, my son, because you know, I feel like you know you. And, you know, a couple of my other friends and, you know, friends I've made over the last couple of years who's had their fathers in their lives, I feel like you have a bit of a template to, to, to go back to, like, okay, um, man, I remember my dad told me this, my dad told me that, and you can apply it to this situation that you see as you're raising your own. And, you know, mm. for me personally, I don't have that, that reference I don't have that recall in my mind or just like, you know, just knowing like, yo, it was so special when, you know, my dad just took me like every so often we, we went here and it was just something that me and him did, or this was our favorite show. And like, just that bonding time that you have with your old man, that even if it's an unspoken thing, you just something that you want to pass on to you. Like I don't, to yours, there's nothing that I, there's nothing that I have. So for me, it's like, you know, I'm always kind of like, I get a little frustrated sometimes. It's like, man, I don't have no reference. I don't have no reference. But then I think I'm like, man, you know, you kind of do because you've had a stepfather in your life the last, you know, I don't know, 17 years. You know what I mean? So, but it, but it was always because I was, I felt like I was like 15, 16 when my stepfather came into my life that I wasn't looking for a father figure. So right. not that I never, it wasn't until I became honestly more of a man that I started looking at Derek as a more father figure than just like, you know, I don't know how to say it, like just a very close friend. Like Derek, you know, you know D, he's the coolest dude on this side of the world. So, you know, he never kind of like, he never oversteps. So, but that in itself is just amazing. Like, you know, we're gonna, we can grow this relationship at our own pace. I'm not gonna force anything on you. You know, it's just gonna happen naturally. So, but as far as this biologically, yeah, not having that, that father to like, even just the call, because we don't have that, that type of relationship. It's like, yeah. hey man, and you know, there's nothing that he could tell me because he wasn't around. So it's like, yeah. I can't, if I, even if I do call, you know, what are you telling me? So I kind of feel like yeah. I'm out here by myself sometimes, but it all makes for a better story. And it honestly, just, I feel like it grows me and my, my kids closer with one another. Now, I wanted to have, uh, I actually was trying to get Derek up here because he was going to be the third part of the conversation and it was going to be uh, talking from the opposite angle of coming in as a stepdad but um you mentioned it i want to talk to you about 
the organic growth of 15, 16 year old, uh, this guy is cool to adult. You know what? I can see him as a father figure and uh, it's not, I don't look at it as taboo calling him dad or whatever have you as an adult. Talk to me about that transition from, all right, nigga, you just cool and it's going to grow organic to, all right, well, you sort of kind of pops. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was 15, 16 when my mom and Derek started dating. So, you know, at that age, you felt like you've made all the friends you've ever going to make. You don't need, <laughs> you, you know, right? You know everything already. I don't need no help. I don't need nothing. I, I, I got this all figured out. Like, you know. So when he came into, you know, our lives, he was just like a cool dude. But, you know, I was super guarded because, you know, mm, yeah. little did I know I'm dealing with like, you know, grown, you know, daddy issues, right? Like I'm yeah. dealing with it, but I'm not facing it. Like I'm going through it, but I'm not acknowledging it. I'm not facing it. So I did have a natural guard up with him, you know, cause I could see how much my mom really liked him and really loved him. So that kind of made my guard go up even more. But mm -hmm. um, it was really just, and like I said, Derek, he never, he never forced any type of relationship from, you know, like, you know, when we moved into his, his apartment, it wasn't like, well, you know, this is my respect, you know, and do what I say. Like, it was never nothing like that. He just naturally just let it happen. And it was just really by him just leading by an example, being, mm -hmm. being the man he was to my mom, always taking care of her. Um, you know, he had his finances together. You know, his credit was right. He... He, he graduated, he went to school, played football, had all his childhood friends. He, he got to school, he, he used his degree. Like, you know, he, he, was, he knew exactly what he wanted to do with his life, which was different from any other dude that, you know, my mom had dated. So yeah. that was already something to me. And then once, they got, once my mom got pregnant with my sister, just how he just bossed up and just took care of his family, even when, you know, they moved to Buffalo and it wasn't like the perfect situation, you know, he, he did what he had to do, traveled two hours each way, four hours, a four hour commute just to make my mother happy because he took yeah. her from out of this situation to that situation and just bossing up and just taking me in, putting little things, putting me on his insurance, putting me on his car insurance, you know, giving me his car to teach me how to drive, letting me make my mistakes. I crash the car. He don't go crazy on me, you know, doing all these things. And it's not like, yo, get your son. It was never nothing like that. He kind of just let me do what I got to do. But, you know, always would talk to me, you know, let me know, like, you know, you got to do better. But it wasn't never forcing yourself to be like a dad. So it was just watching him just be who he was, man. And I just, you can't do nothing but respect a good black man taking care of his family and his and his, um, you know, his responsibility. So it just grew into that and just him just taking care of us, man, taking care. And even when I had my children, him taking care of my, 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 my children, you know what I'm saying? Like, like these are my grandbabies. He was the first one there when, when um, Kyrie was born, you know what I'm saying? So like 
things like that. You can't you can't put a price tag on. So I'm like, man, he's he's the more he's been the father that I've never had, and it took me you know a couple of years to realize that. And yeah, man, it's just it's been it's been pretty dope. I want to salute um, Derek because I don't know if I'm going to actually get him up here for this conversation, but I will have him up here in the future. But salute I want to salute him. Um, but like I said, our lives mirror each other because when I had my mom, my pops, but when I was getting married, my father was gone. My father had mm-hmm. passed. And I didn't have that. I had, you know, my uncle, I had godfathers, but I didn't have my father to speak to about what I was getting ready to get myself into because I didn't tell anybody that I was getting ready to propose because I didn't want anybody to talk me out of it. I didn't want um, Mm. my closest friends I didn't tell. My mom I only told because I told her I I wanted to start looking at pricing for rings and what that was going to look like. But... I wanted so bad because after I had got the ring and proposed, like it wasn't until after I proposed that I was like, nigga, what is happening right now? <laughs> and as time got closer and, you know, the cold feet start to happen and all that other stuff, I didn't have my dad to go and be like, yo, what am I going through right now? Like, why am I tripping? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I I knew for a fact, oh, yo, this is what I want to do. And matter of fact, I was so grown up about it, I didn't want to tell anybody. Why is it now after the fact that I purchased the ring, I got down on knee and ass, that now I'm going through this, well, what the heck did you, re- do you know what you signed up for? Do you know, like, do, do you know this is a forever thing, right? Like, <laughs> you're taking on so much and you just, you want that, that chat, that talk with your dad to give you that reassurance. And it's like, yeah, nah. No, you didn't have that. I get it. Nigga, panic mode. When I tell you, panic mode. And shout out to, to Ron Nil, uh, true big brother. I called him and I was expecting him to laugh and joke and do all this other stuff. And it was the first time me and him had a serious conversation. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was working for this investment company and I was in one of the conference rooms. And I told him, I said, yo, Ron, how did you know that you were ready for marriage. And his response to me was, when I knew I couldn't hang out with certain friends, and when I know I had to make the choice, and he used the word, make the choice. It's gonna be this person for the rest of my life, and I'm not gonna be out you know, doing X, Y, and Z, but I literally am making the choice every day to be like, nah, this is the person that I want. And I was like, oh, snap. But I appreciated the conversation because, like I said, I was calling him thinking that he was going to make a big joke about it. So when yeah. he gave me that game, I'm like, that actually makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. A lot of sense. And that's true. Yeah. So it's like, and it's, and you need your, you need your big brothers like that when, you know, you don't have that father figure or that father around anymore. You do, you still need, and it's, it's like, thank God you can, you know, have people that you could reach out to and still get, you know, some game from. So that's, that's dope. Um, you having Derek, well, you having Derek, yeah, you having Derek as stepfather. And you mentioned he was the first one there for Kyrie. 
what was if you can speak to me about your state of mind when you see Jazz's belly growing and then you're holding Kyrie for the first time. What is that transition of thought? Because I can tell you mine, but w- what was yours? Man, the the pregnancy, it was it was a lot. I don't I, I think I get more reflective and stuff as I look through old videos more mm-hmm. so than in the moment because in the moment there was there was a lot going on you know we weren't married um mm-hmm. we weren't engaged so you know she she's dealing with the everyday weight of you know like you know literally and figuratively carrying this baby right you know mm-hmm. dealing with perceived perceived perspective and the opinions of other people and yeah. things like that um we're trying to we're not we're not obviously we weren't married so we weren't living together so you know just trying to figure all that out it, i didn't i don't really think i had time to even like every day was just like i was just taking it day by day it wasn't like wow like this guy's really about to come this that and the third it was really just i was kind of just like taking it a day at a time it wasn't until he actually came you know, she she gave birth and I'm holding him. And I remember when, you know, he first came out, I kind of like dropped to my knees. Like I, I didn't know how I was gonna react, but I remember yeah. like, I just kind of like lost my breath. Like as he took like his first, I lost my current breath at that minute. I kind of dropped to my knees and that's dope. it was just, as I, but as I think about it, it was kind of just like, oh my God, like this is like, it didn't, I guess when she, when she was pregnant, it didn't seem, it still didn't seem real. You know what I mean? Like you go to the appointments and everything, but it doesn't seem Nigga. real until it's like, oh, wow, wait, he's really here. And then it's like, dad, come cut the cord. Then you got to like, then it's like, okay, my first responsibility. Like, okay, hold on. Like I'm here. So it's, I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about it. It's one of those, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I mean, I, I feel bad for any father that wasn't there for the birth of their children because that's such an amazing, especially your first. It's such it's such a feeling that you literally cannot explain. It's just like, wow, like this is like a another version of me. So, it's, yeah, it was it was insane. <laughs> Fam, and when I say mirror, I I promise to God. I saw Tiffany's stomach growing and it still wasn't real to me. Like I saw it mm-hmm. growing. I saw, <laughs> oh, 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 he's kicking. Come on, come, come touch. Felt all that. And it still wasn't real to me. I kept thinking, nah, nigga, this ain't really like, this ain't happening. This ain't happening. <laughs> we barely slept Sunday morning. Uh, Tim was like, oh, I'm having contractions. And I'm like, uh, doing a whole, okay, what's the time? What's the time breakdown? Blah, 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 blah. We drive to the hospital. Uh, long story less long, the nigga didn't show up until two days later, just about. We had we were sitting in triage for a while, and then they actually got us a room. Um, I'm still like, I don't know if it was lack of sleep or whatever it was, but I'm like... <laughs> Nah, this ain't real. And the moment, there's a picture that I have of me, like, with Caden in my lap, and I'm just looking at this nigga, and I'm just like, 
yo, I'm really somebody's pops. And that's the first somebody's thought death. I had. <laughs> yep. <laughs> first like, thought I'm that really... I had was, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I'm somebody's father. Like, like I'm me. somebody's father. Like me. Irresponsible me. Yes. I'm a father. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, yeah, man. But court, all right. So let me let me paint this picture of where I was at that time. I was working temp jobs. I didn't have a full time job. Me and Tiffany had gotten married. I had lost a temp job that I had, so I had to find a job. So I started working at Best Buy part time from five to ten p.m. and I had a temp job from seven to four. In the, so from seven in the morning to four p.m. Left the temp job to go to Best Buy from five to ten. We have Caden, the day he's born, and I, I wish I was making this up, the day he was born, I had my interview for Apple. I had to leave the hospital the day he was born, go home, shower, change my clothes, drive down to my interview the same day. Same day. So <laughs> the same day. So you're going from how am I going to make this happen? Like, like. Just, just confusion of what am I supposed to do with a temp job? What am I supposed to do working part-time? What am I supposed to do? The same day my son came was the same day I had my interview. That's crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not so know that. The, the, the anxiety of I'm somebody's father, but also... I just took somebody's daughter out of their house to be my wife, and I don't have any means of necessarily supporting her. Mm. So I'm dealing mm-hmm. with all of that. Yeah. And I know, oh, she's got a kid coming. And I guess that's probably why it didn't resonate with me right away, because it was still like, well, how the heck do you think you're going to make that happen? Yeah. Yeah, nah, 100%. And I think that's where, that's kind of where I was. I was, I had just moved out of my apartment. I was living in Queens. I had an apartment by myself. The lease had ended. So I went back and I stayed with my mom. (laughs) I went back and I stayed with my mom and Derek. And I'm thinking like, okay, you know, she wasn't charging me rent, you know, just, you know, help out around the house, just, you know, save up. So you know, thank God I had a, I had a good job. I had a good paying job. I was kind of solidified at my job, third in seniority. So that wasn't an issue. So I was just like, ah, right, you know, I'm just going to save money. No pregnancy yet. And I started saving the first couple of months. I started, I saved up like almost $10,000 in like three months. I'm like, man, I'm going to stay here for like two years. <laughs> save like 60, 70,000. Buy a condo. I had your dude. I had it all mapped out. I had it all mapped out. And then br- brunch, <laughs> brunch happens, and wifey is throwing up. <laughs> she can't keep down a Bellini. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what's happening. So, you know, we find out she's pregnant, and now it's finding somewhere to live. Okay, finding somewhere to live. I got to move out. I had to get a car. Got to do this. Got to do that. Everything I pretty much saved was gone so now it's like okay we're having this kid and i'm back to kind of like we're kind of like living check by check we got income but man 
this is not my ideal situation for like having a kid. You know, like you said, I'm taking, you know, we weren't married, but we were we were moving in together. You know, I'm I'm taking her out of her comfort zone to, you know, make us a family. You got to do more than just now. Your habits got to change. You know, you buying this every week, going out, drinking. All this stuff has to like stop. So I'm just kind of going through all that while she was pregnant. And, you know, wifey's a warrior, man. Both kids, she <laughs> she worked the day that she gave birth. Both times. Jasmine never took a single day off. Hey. Your Dude, Corey, she never took a single day off. When Kyrie was born, she came home, worked a 12-hour shift. Jack Kinsley, 12-hour shift, came home. She never, she never took, never took a, never took any time off. She worked straight through. So she was just like a, a galactic warrior with it. So we was just so, you know, just focused trying to just build, make some money and just, you know, have some money to take care of these children. Cause you know, you think, you know, you know, you gotta, you need the money, you need money, but it's so much more than that. You realize once they get older, it's these spiritual and emotional deposits that you got to invest into them. That's that money can't even put a price tag on, you know? So yeah, there's something else. You know, I say that the, 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 the biggest thing with children for me that I realize is your kids, your kids are, <laughs> they're all your, they're all the things that you don't really like in yourself. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like your insecurities, the things that, you don't necessarily like about yourself. You see it in your kids in its rawest form because the children, they're unfiltered. There's no, yeah, there's no filtration with their emotions. It's, it's very pure, it's very raw. So, you know, your stubbornness, the stubbornness that I deal with or certain things, certain insecurities, like you see it in your children and it's like, they're, they're more than just for you to raise them they're like a reflection for you to get your stuff together. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, I can't correct his stubbornness if I don't correct mine because yeah. he sees it. He, he has it naturally in him and then he sees it in me. And you know, we don't even realize the things that our kids take in, you know, just by watching us. So it's like, yeah, I think yeah. Jay said it, right? What Jay said, he said, um, and Jay-Z Blue, he was like, looking at you was like looking in the mirror, gotta face my fears. And it's true, you know, I didn't get it when he read, when he, when he said it, I didn't have a kid, but it's the, I think it's the most truest thing when it comes to, you know, raising kids, man. Make sure you deal with you all know, your stuff. I say at least once a week, I look up and I go, Charles, I'm sorry. Like, hmm. cause the stuff that I get, <laughs> the stuff that I did to him, I'm getting back. And it's just like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I understand you wanting to wring my neck. I was a child and you, I probably didn't get it. But as an adult, all I can do is say, I'm sorry. Like, sorry. <laughs> I put you through. Yeah. And what's so crazy, man, is we, we're, only, we're only at the, the very beginning of it, right? Our kids aren't even in the 10, 11, 12, the huh those stages you know people according to people who got kids around their age we still got it good you know <laughs> yeah and, and trust me i'm not rushing time at all Man. however 
However, when Caden was born, nigga, the day he was born, this is where my mind went. This is like where I was so jacked up. The day he was born on my way to the interview, I'm going, dang, yo, I got to pay for college. How am I pay for college on a part-time <laughs> job? Nigga, not even a couple hours old. And that's where my mind went. And I'm like, yeah. I had to tell myself on the car. I'm like, Sam, relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> yeah, man, just worry about getting that car seat. Yeah, get that car seat locked in the car, bro. Figure yeah. out if you're gonna anchor it in or seat belt it in. Like, <laughs> worry about college. But college. that that's that's the thing, man. That's that's what it is, man. It's it's dealing with I I got my insecure like almost all the time. Like, dang, yo, you should be doing better. Or yo, did you did they eat enough today? Did they eat good enough today? Did you were you too strict today? Was you too like you know? I think um. Mike Tyson said it the other day, like how he does inventory at the end of every day um, to like check himself. And I feel like I do that a lot, you know, you know, with my marriage and, you know, but, you know, specifically talking about our children with my kids, like I do inventory, like, you know, did you do this? How was you this day? Did you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because I'm like always like, am I doing a good job? Am I doing enough? And, you know, Jasmine always says like, yo, you know, you you do way too much with like your feeling like you're not doing enough for your insecurities with rage. Like, yo, you're one of the best fathers I know. So, and I'm not just saying that because you're my husband. She was like, dude, you don't, who do you, you don't spend time with nobody but your children. <laughs> she was like, a lot of, a lot of men cannot say that. She was like, yeah, you're doing great. And, you know, she does a great job because I just, I'd be stressing, man, because it's like, I don't know if I'm doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah, man. Uh, This is to to reassure or confirm what she's already told you, but you're doing a phenomenal job, and everything that's in your head is just that, in your head. Um, If if your kids light up when you come in the house and, like, we both shared in laughter with the whole daddy, daddy, if they didn't realize or recognize when you were home, that's something different. But when yeah. it's, oh, daddy's home, oh, it's time to turn up, or, oh, let me show him this macaroni necklace that I made in uh, arts and crafts. They don't care daddy didn't sleep in the past 24 hours, or daddy did a double, and all he wants to do is lay down for two seconds. Hey, can you pick me up? Hey, can you spin me? Hey, can you play this yeah. game? Hey, can we <laughs> hey, can we go ahead? Hey, and it's like. You can't be like, my nigga, can I just sleep for two seconds? You kind of just got to take the brunt and be like, yeah, let's play. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do that. Because because it's that thing in you that says, nah, man, I'm, I'm going to be dad of the year for all the stuff I do. Like, I don't care what anybody else doing, but yeah, no sleep. You want me to play? Come on, baby, let's play. No sleep. You want me to watch you do this? Come on, baby, let's do that. Like, I'm hungry as all jacks. But you want to play teacups or whatever? Hey, come on, let's go. Like, it, it's just, I, I want to say it. it's not natural instinct because some people, it don't kick in for them like that. But, um, yeah, man, you're doing a phenomenal job. Like, I started out on this. And as I bring this to an end, I'll ask you a couple lighthearted questions I want you to answer from the perspective of your kids, though. Okay. All right. So if your kids, we're doing an interview with your kids, and we ask your kids, 
how are you and daddy alike? What would Kenny say? What would Kyrie say? Kinsley would say, me and my daddy are alike because we both like to eat. (laughs) 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 Me and my baby, we'd be grubbing down together. She is hilarious. Kyrie would say, me and my daddy are alike because he'll probably give two answers. He said, me and my daddy are alike because we like watching animal shows. Mm-hmm. Like I like watching like, you know, nature shows with him. And he would say, me and my daddy are alike because we got a lot of the same sneakers. You know, he'd be matching my fly. So, you know, <laughs> those are two things he would say. Last thing, uh, what would both your kids say if we asked, what is daddy very good at what is daddy very good at kinsley would say daddy is very good kinsley would say daddy is very good at buying things because <laughs> with her it's always let's get money from the bank daddy take me here take me there daddy i want to go here kenny i don't have no money it's okay we just go to the bank don't so, they learn that early though? Don't they learn that? Yeah, early? they look. Man, it's scary, man. I tell you that. <laughs> it's scary. I'm like, hey, yo, how are you just like that's like a genetic deposition? Like it's crazy. But <laughs> Kyrie would say daddy's very good at picking him up. You know, everything that we do playing around is me flying him around, me throwing him somewhere, him climbing on my back, me hanging him by his ankles, you know. You know all that dad stuff. So you know he would say, "I'm I'm very strong. I'm good at being strong." He thinks I'm the strongest guy in the world. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I used to um, I used to make Tiffany like cringe because I would stand on the other side of the room. I would pick Caden up and literally fling him to the couch on the other side. Oh and yeah, that. The anxiety is like, crazy, come right? Come on, come on, come on, please, 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 his neck, his neck. I'm like, yeah. And he would just be <laughs> laughing his face off. And she would be like, please, please, like the, the cat. Like, I'm literally throwing this nigga with all I got. Yeah, I'm telling you. And they be so they be so scared, the wives, right? They be so scared. Man. I need a show, as you know, before we cut out, uh, finals is on as we speak. It's on 17-10 Celtics first quarter, uh, mm-hmm. just as an update. But, yeah. Give me a show or cool. movie, sir. Oh, um, shoot, let's get it. I got a couple of shows for you guys to watch. If you haven't watched We Own This series, Own This City on HBO, you're doing yourself a major disservice, especially if you've watched The Wire. It's a great show. It's only it's only a six pack. It's only six episodes and the series is over. It chronicles the Baltimore Police Department in 2017. It's really good. Have you seen it yet, Steve? I have seen it and we're gonna have a talk conversation off air about it, but yes, I have seen it. Okay, we got that. And I'll just do one more, The Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders is on Netflix. It's about Another this this one. this family. Another, oh, you you privy? Nigga, another great one. Come on, man. Thomas Shelby, 
It gets no better than that. I'll leave it at those two. And you know, one more for the black folk, Abbott, Abbott Elementary. It's a great show. Abbott Elementary is a good watch. Abbott Elementary is a good watch. Um, I'm gonna go old school. I don't think I've ever shared this show on here, but um, Vikings. Vikings, throwback. If you haven't seen Vikings, Vikings is a must watch. And if you're a fan of uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul is a must watch. But, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get into that. I gotta get into Better Call Saul. I gotta get into yeah, that. I gotta get into that. I heard that was pretty good. Heard that was pretty good. Hey, man, I thank you for having me, brother. Um, like I said, you know, like you said, we we live the same life. Every time I see something on your end and you see something on mine, we always say it. And um, we do, both of us got to do, you know, we got to get up more, do a better job at that. But I appreciate you having me on. Keep being the great father that you are, the great husband that you are. And you're, you're already a good brother, man. So I appreciate you. And I gotta, and I gotta, I gotta take back my whole tier one, tier three Father's Day talk. As we were talking, Wifey sent me a picture of um, she got me some AirPod Maxes in store pickup. Nah, man. She sent me. Nah. She said, nah. Nah, nah, I can't. Nah. I, can't nah. I got. I can't. I got. I must recant that my Father's Day is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I appreciate the flowers, but I also, like I said, this was here to give you yours. Uh, I want you to know you're doing, no, not doing. You are a phenomenal dad, uh, a better husband, and an even better human being. Um, I appreciate you for all that you do. I appreciate you for being present and not just buying presents. Um, you're, You're my brother for real from another mother uh love you to death and as always get your excuses ready my man said brunch is coming up this weekend so get, <laughs> <together>. <laughs> get your yes, brunch sir. uh brunch excuses together and i'll good looking my bro. guy yes sir love you boy love you Happy Father's Day, Daddy. Happy Father's Day, Daddy. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, you crazy kids. All right, I'm going to ask you guys some questions, and I want you guys to answer them. Um, They're going to be about your daddy, all right? I love my daddy. I love you too, baby. I love you more. I love you too, baby. I love you more. Oh, I love you guys. Look at all the love that I'm getting. Because right. it's Father's Day. Oh, I only get love because it's Father's Day? Yeah! No, you only you always get love okay. with Bobby and and on no. Father's Day you get to stay home. On Father's Day, I get to stay and home. I have a present for you. All right, don't talk too much now because I don't know what the present is. So keep it to yourself. Keep it light to yourself. Daddy, <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna tell you. Close your eyes. Hold on, one, hold on one second, baby. I bought you a present. <laughs> that ain't a present. <laughs> 
All right. All right. You guys do know you're on my podcast right now, right? All right. Here we go. Why did why would you trick us into your podcast? How does daddy make you guys laugh? Because you're funny. Because I'm funny? Yeah. How does daddy make you laugh, Kelly? Because you're funny. Oh, because I'm funny? That's two for because you're funny. And you make silly faces. I make silly faces? Yeah. See you later. Uh, Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let's get some more questions going. Yeah. See you later. Is this the question game? It is the question game. Come here, Kelly. Uh, Do you know what daddy likes to do for fun? Play with his children. Oh, that's what I like to do for fun? Playing with your toys and sharing. That's what daddy likes to do for fun. Yeah. And playing with his children. Yes. That's what daddy likes to do for fun. Yeah, it is. It oh. really is. I got that question. What's daddy's favorite show? Daddy's favorite show is basketball. Basketball? Who does daddy like in basketball? Steph Curry. <laughs> what happened with Steph Curry recently? He won the championship and got an award. He got an award? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I was waiting What is Daddy the best at? You the best at work because you the best in the world. I'm the best at work because I'm the best in the world. And what am I the best at, Kaden? You're the best at playing games with me and playing the PS with me. Oh. What nickname does Daddy call you? Cal and... What? <laughs> don't call us any nickname. I don't call you, buddy. Oh, you do? That is. <laughs> I don't call. I don't believe this. E- e- what e- do you like to do with daddy? Play the PSA, play with my Hot Wheels, and play costume. What do you like to do with daddy? I want to play costume and I like to play. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. How do you know that Daddy loves you? Daddy loves because me. Because you always kiss us and hug us. Because I always kiss you and hug you. I want to say that, Caden. Okay. So you, you say your own thing. That was Caden's thing. So what are you going to say? How do you know that Daddy loves you? Because Daddy loves me and you kiss and hug us. And Daddy, and Daddy loves us. And then I love you. Okay. And- Last question, and I'll let you guys go. What does Daddy always forget? Daddy, don't forget your phone. I always forget my phone? Yes. Oh, what does Daddy always forget? Stop, 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 stop. You always forget. Skip. I skip. No, you can't skip. You gotta answer. Ah, you always forget. Daddy. Why? Why do you forget? Okay, now we're done. Pick me up from school. I always forget to pick you up from school. No, you ACS always forget to pick you up. If I forgot to pick you up from school. That's the worst question ever. It's you're right. It's I don't make the questions. All right.
And I guess that was the last question. What favorite show do you guys like to watch with Daddy? Callie, what's your favorite show you like to watch with Daddy? Um, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse? Yes. What's your favorite? NBA Finals. You're just trying to butter me up, ain't you? All right. You guys know that Daddy loves you? Mm-hmm. All right. Yay! All right. All right. Stop before you hurt. Stop before you hurt yourself. Stop. 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 <laughs> Callie. So now I'm going to ask you some questions. Ask me some questions. What is my favorite game to play? Uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. <laughs> no! What's the favorite game to play? Ninja Turtles. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. What's my, who's my favorite superhero? Spider-Man, Miles Sonic Morales. Sonic <laughs> is a superhero. You making stuff up. Sonic is a superhero. He's making stuff up. Are you laughing at? Shut up. question. Uh huh. Who who is the fastest, Sonic or the Flash? Sonic. Next question. And the Flash. Oh, he's just making stuff up. No, the Flash is really faster than Sonic. Oh man! No, no, you guys are done with those questions. No, no. If you don't answer the next question, you're fired. I can't find me from being a daddy kid. I'm here. I'm here your whole life. Next question. All right. Um, Next question. What? Who is? Who is slower than Sonic? But he is Sonic. Come on up with your all right with your. Yay! Multiverse questions. All right, get down, get down. Get down. Daddy! Stop, stop. Yeah. Daddy! Huh? Come down. No, my question. What's your question? What do you like for fun? What do I like for fun? I like to watch sports and play games. No! Daddy, 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 so all you fathers that are out here in your kids' lives actively playing games. Love you too, buddy. Doing bedtime routines, doing bath routines. You're not forgotten. I want you to enjoy Father's Day. Don't let them treat you to pizza. Let them treat you good. Uh, thanks to the guests that we had up, Thomas, Courtney. Appreciate y'all. Uh, to my own little babies that made me a father, I love you guys. And we'll talk to you later. Why would you grab one to his? Now, how are you going to get up? Huh? We're going to get up, but you. All right. Let's. All right. <laughs>